Welcome everybody to episode five of the Down to Earth podcast. We are your hosts, Janelle and Sharon. We are excited that you're here. I know I say that, or we say that every time. But it's true. But it's literally, literally true. Yes. Um, so episode five, excited to be here on episode five. I can't believe it. Nope. <laughs> um, we wanted to share with you kind of like what God has put on our hearts this fall season. Yeah. And literally, let's say that word again, literally, I think British people that say that word, I fall in love with people that can say it like... They can say anything. They can say anything. That's just beautiful. It just sounds wonderful. It just sounds wonderful. Yeah. Um, but literally in this fall season, I think in the natural in upstate New York, we see all of the leaves... <sighs> And so at, so side note, at church, I had to go up on stage and share an encouraging word. Fun. I'm like on this team where it's like encouraging words or whatever. Yeah. So it's like once a month. Yeah. But I can't believe I said this out of my mouth. I said, get your boots on and get a pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Why did I do that? But it was like, you know, for reals. Yes. It's that pumpkin, pumpkin, everything. Pumpkin. What's your favorite thing about gourds. fall, Sharon? Gourds. Apples. Apple Did you cider? say gourds? Gourds! <laughs> <laughs> I like gourds! <laughs> They're pretty. They're, they're all different sizes and shapes and colors. We've got apple cider donuts. Oh, yes. We've got apple cider period. We've got <laughs> apple picking. Yes. We've got the fresh, crisp fall air and we've got a very short window in upstate new york where it's absolutely breathtaking yes the leaves are changing it's i think i would say it's probably peak week this week i think so too or maybe because i was it might it might be this week because the leaves are falling yeah the leaves are falling at a accelerated rate okay is that when you know yeah I, i i don't know I'm not a I'm not a leaf expert, but <laughs> you sure do sound like one using those big old words like accelerator. Oh man! <laughs> but sometimes it's more brilliant than others the colors, mm-hmm. and I know that that does have to do with like how much rain we've gotten or something like that, right? Yeah. If we get more rain, it's yep. not as like brilliant. That's true. Isn't that right? And we got rain later this year. We did, but we got a like. We, we got, got dumped. Oh, yeah. We got dumped pretty So, bad. anyway, it, it is... It, I don't know if it's your favorite season, but it's certainly my favorite season. It's mine. Yeah. So, like, if... if uh, not that Matt and I are moving ever. Like, we just dream. You know, you just can yep. dream about moving mm-hmm. somewhere. Somewhere, <laughs> like, just nice and maybe near the ocean. I don't know. It sounds oh. real romantic. But I, I, would, I would really miss the fall. I, I would, would really miss, miss the autumn. Fall. Yep. I would miss like a white Christmas, but then the rest of it I wouldn't care about. No, and I for work I have to do snow removal this year, so. Oh. So yeah. It's weird waking up at like different hours of the night. Well, you know what that's like that's true, I do. with your son. That's so, true, I do. but it's like getting up and shoveling. Like I don't, I don't like the winter, but, but I like the crisp, cool. So air. do I. So, so that's, I would admit, I literally would miss that. And if I was like, I don't know how Florida people do it because you don't have snow. You wake up for Christmas and it's hot. It's or not warm. even about, like, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree when it comes to the weather. When it comes to Florida and those, that 
It's not the weather for me. It's the stinking bugs. It's the bugs. I'm not interested in that. I am absolutely not interested in that life. Lots of rodents, mice, (sighs) bugs. Oh, Uh, cockroaches. That's what I was looking for. Oh, I hate them. I hate them so much. (laughs) Anyway, it's a it's autumn, and it's it's the most wonderful, beautiful time of the year, in my personal opinion. Yes, same. Um, yeah. So we're thinking about talking about really just like what God's saying. I you want me to just go first? More candidly. I, uh, I think for some reason God brought me to James. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I was just reading it (laughs) and, and I just can't really get past James three. And I, so I, I, I don't know if I'm quick. I try not to be quick to speak, but basically James three is, is the, title in my NIV says taming the tongue and I'll that's just read funny. It. wait NIV yeah the King James the new King James say? says the untamable tongue <laughs> there you go. well that's that's the dichotomy there is oh, okay um all right so in in verse three it says we all stumble in many ways no that's two sorry anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect able to keep their whole body in check which is so, just that right there, you're just like, what? Because the Bible is saying that if you are able to be perfect with your with your tongue, like there's no fault in anything you ever say, then you would be able to keep your whole body in check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so you, you, you read something like that and you're like, that's really deep and I don't fully understand it and it scares me because I say a lot of stupid things you know I'm right there with you and then you're like oh that's that's my problem (laughs) (laughs) I found it It, uh, verse 3 it says when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us we can turn the whole animal with a small bit or when we take ships as an example, although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very, very small rudder wherever the pilot wants it to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. <laughs> the tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. Isn't that crazy? I'm almost done. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. We are full of encouragement today. (laughs) (laughs) But reality check. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's another scripture verse that says life and death are in the power of the tongue. Mm -hmm. God created the universe with his words. He spoke the world into existence. Am I right or am I right? Beautiful. Yes. He said, let there be light above the firmament. (laughs) (laughs) He said... Divide the darkness and the light. He spoke and he created the heavens and the earth. That's 
the first example of using tongue. Sure is. Wow. Sure is, Janelle. Wow. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> and unfortunately, wow. since we were born into sin, yes. that creative element, we were made in his image and likeness, it's corrupt. Mm-hmm. And we can literally, it says what? Itself, our tongues can be literally set on fire by hell. That is crazy. We, okay, I'm gonna speak for myself. I, (laughs) I do not take my words seriously enough. Hmm. I don't, because literally, life and death are in the power of the tongue. We could talk about joking. We could talk about cursing we could talk about like literal cursing and like joke like like um i wish that person would just die yeah the other (laughs) okay i have a really silly example i was calling to set up my dog pepper to group for a groomer and um i called the number the lady was so nice she's like call my other location because we're booked out and they'll try to get you in faster right so she was nice so I'm expecting this other person to be so nice and now I'm excited Uh because she's the owner and she was so kind to me with her words that I was like I want to give her my business right (laughs) so I called oh no this lady answers the phone hello (laughs) (laughs) I'm like immediately I want to just hang up you know yeah and I'm like hi I'm trying to set up blah 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 she's like yeah yeah, give me a second. I hear her put it down. Right? Walking around and she's moving. I hear her moving things and she goes, when? And this lady's got to be like middle-aged, right? Yeah. She's not a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, we set up the appointment. She's very abrasive. I, I don't really care. But like, you're, you're kind of immediately. It's, she's It's a different atmosphere. She's creating a completely different yeah. Because the world's different from the first. So then I say to her, because I'm on their website, but I only see the address for the, the other place because yep. it's a new location. So I say to her, can you give me the address? She goes, oh, kill me. <laughs> and I'm like, Just what? for a dog's yes. grooming appointment? Yes. Oh, so me. I literally am like taken aback. It's hilarious now, but like... <laughs> So dramatic. So dramatic. <laughs> All I did was ask for a stinking address, and she was so like, and I was actually kind of shocked that she said that for so many reasons. <clears throat> but as I've been, hold on. <clears throat> it's not professional. Well, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Think about the things that we say. Like she obviously didn't specifically like, like genuinely want me to go there and kill her. <laughs> Right? But, like, she literally, it's like a, you know. Expression. Expression that she's using. And I'm guilty of it. I'm not, like, I'm not no better than her. I'm not saying that. But, like, her words changed, like, the whole thing was so different than the ladies. And I wasn't necessarily surprised when she said that. And I, I'm like, what, how many things do I say that affect because right now, Janelle, I don't know this lady. I've never speak, spoken to her before, and I probably never will again. She sounded like the most miserable person. I wonder why, when she's saying things like, kill me. Why she's miserable. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like a confession. Yeah. 
power out of her tongue. You think? <laughs> the word the word also says, out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth speaks. You want to know what's in someone's heart, listen to what they say. Preach it. You want to know what's in your own heart, listen to what listen you say. Listen to what's coming out. Listen to what's coming out of Not your mouth. Not your thoughts, what's coming out of your mouth. Yes. Your thoughts could be influenced. Yeah, I mean, in heart, head, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Right? Yes. I think. I don't know. I may, I may have made that up. <laughs> <laughs> but the word says, no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue, we praise our Lord and mm-hmm. Father. With it, and with it, we curse human beings who have, made, who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this shouldn't be. We shouldn't be doing this. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? Hmm. My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives? Or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can salt spring uh, can a salt spring produce fresh water. I mean, what are we producing in our lives? And what are we saying? What are we what's what are we mulling over in our hearts? You know, we we're producing and I don't know, whatever. If you're living in I I know I always use this example, but you know miserable people. You know, if mm-hmm. you're living in miser, misery, <clears throat> what are we saying? And what we say about other people not only affects them, but it affects us too. Yes. Yeah, because it I mean that Sharon for you read out loud that's James 3 yeah 10 out of the same mouth proceed blessing and curse that really can I'm sitting here and like I really feel so convicted because yeah so do I <laughs> <laughs> like and giving the example of like the tree bearing the yeah. same type of fruit yeah. like you know the first example I think of is like driving down the road and like literally someone like I'll say it in my mouth, oh you idiot, you yeah. stupid driver. Yeah. No, they just made a stupid decision. Yep. They're not stupid. Yes. So God just kinda that's funny that you say that because that happened that probably happened to me yesterday or today. Yeah. We do it all the time. I do it too. And if God's words created the world mm-hmm. and last week we spoke about how we have spiritual authority. Yes. Our words affect things too. So not only, like, we have to have, we, it's not easy. Like, obviously this scripture verse is telling us that this is like the hardest thing we have to do on this earth is tame our tongue. And sometimes I want to be like, God, just like rip my tongue out. (laughs) Yeah. I I should never be able to speak ever again. I mean. But he wants to take the coal, like, in the temple, they had the coal and they, they cleanse the lips, right? Right. He wants to take the coal and cleanse our lips. And we, in order to change our tongue, we have to change what's in our hearts. We have to change what we're meditating on. We have to change our intentions. Amen. Just like what you said. You literally just say, I'm going to try today to take a moment. And instead of saying, you stupid idiot. Who just, uh, which I've done that before too, but who just like cut me off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person's 
uh, having an emergency in their family. Maybe yes. That per- you say things that are real because they yes. are because you have no idea what's going on. Exactly. Instead of accusing. Exactly. But it's just tiny little steps like that that we can take. Mm-hmm. And washing ourselves with the word. What are we thinking? What is in my heart, God? Mm-hmm. Expose what's in my heart. Well, isn't that Psalm 139? Yeah. It, See, search me and know me. I was going to say that because that's like one of my favorites because it talk, not only does it talk about God knitted us together in our mother's womb. Yeah. So God knows, it was basically a setup of, didn't David write that? Yeah. So David, you know, in the midst of, he's one of my favorites in the Me Bible. Too. Even though he committed some really bad sins he like did. all of us. But yeah. he's one of my favorites because, wasn't he a worshiper? Yes. And at the same time, David was, God chose him. So if you don't know David in the Bible, God chose him to be king mm-hmm. because Saul didn't do what God wanted him to do, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And then you have David who was pursued by Saul physically to be killed. Yeah. And David kept hiding in caves, it mm-hmm. says. And David was given, who? David was given an opportunity to kill Saul. He was. He was given an opportunity. And he kind of had, like, if you when you read the story, you're like, I wouldn't blame you if you did. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, because there was just so much going on. So just break down. David was given an opportunity. And he let Saul, didn't he, like, cut a part of his garment off or something or leave something there to tell him? Because Saul fell asleep. And David found him and had an opportunity to actually kill him who was pursuing him. Something like that. I don't know. But David moved on, kept hiding, and God took care of everything. David became king. But I think about David, and he constantly was talking about, God, search my heart. Yes. Because it also says our heart is wicked. Yeah. So things that we encounter in life, we live in a sinful world. Mm-hmm. What are we filling our hearts? What are we filling our lives with, yeah. like Sharon said? Yeah. Like you said, Sharon. Yeah. What are we filling our lives with? Is it... A raunchy TV show that we shouldn't be watching. Yeah. And out of our mouths, we say off the cuff something yeah. that's derogatory to a female or a male or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. That. So, understanding too, like, okay, so I'll give an example. One thing I thought of. So, I had moved up to Syracuse for a couple of years, and that's where my husband's from. But yeah. I lived up there, and the environment I was in. Um, thought it was okay to off the cuff swear all the time. Yeah. I grew up in a semi-sheltered home. Mm -hmm. I grew up, no, you don't listen to Britney Spears. You Mm -hmm. don't. And I tried to sneak it. But we grew up in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. But when I moved into that environment and I was hanging out with friends and things and that's all they did. Yeah. That became a part of my vocabulary. Exactly. It rubs off on you, doesn't It, it? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, like, knowing the company we keep, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, now, today, just full disclosure in a way, that is something that has repercussions in my life. Yeah. Because off the cuff, I'll say a couple things in my car or at home. Yeah, yeah. And my husband and I will be like, hey, you swore. Yeah. Or I'll say something to him, like, you swore. Like, yeah. We need to have, so we have an accountability. Good That's for something you guys. We struggle with. Yeah, we're a work in progress. But I, I was never like that way. I do feel yeah. convicted. Like you read that scripture verse. Yeah, I feel convicted when I read that. 
Janelle, God's the one who has me in the scripture verse. I wonder why. <laughs> I'm the one who God keeps is keeping me in this in this equation. In this, yeah, <laughs> He won't let me go past it because I can't get enough of it. Because I'm like, I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to have been a wicked, sitting there for a while. I have. I don't want to have a wicked tongue. I don't want to speak things over my husband because I'm angry about stupid things. And have that affect him. Do you, do you, have you ever done this? Okay. Sharing time. Have you ever had an opportunity? You see it unfold before you. Your husband says something. And in that moment, you say, I could either be annoyed at this. Or I could just brush it off because I know his heart. I know his heart. Yeah. I do. I know he's joking. Yep. Depending on my mood... I either will think this is funny yeah, and yeah. let it slide yeah, or I'll be highly offended <laughs> and, you know, get on my high horse. So have you ever experienced that? Like if you're being honest. Mm-hmm. So like I have literally been making myself stop instead of because I'm PMSing. Yep. Or whatever my problem is. Whatever it I'm is. Because I'm a little snippy snip that day. <laughs> a little snippy snip. Instead of jumping down his throat, I'm stopping and I'm saying to myself, Sharon, if you were not snippy snip, how would you actually like feel about this? Is this that big of a deal? Most of the time it's not. Right. Have you ever, do you remember, because this has happened to me. Where I have made the decision to be snippy snippy. And the whole atmosphere in my home changes. Oh, it shifts so quickly. It changes. Yep. And all of a sudden we are adversaries. Yes. And like, like, like it's war, you know. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you know. And the whole, I just created it. I did. I did it. Mm -hmm. Me with my mouth. Because I had to be, because I had to be snippy. Mm-hmm. Or get the last word or in. Or get the last word in. Or whatever. Yep. And I'm not saying like, you know, there, that was just one scenario. I mean, if my husband was being rude or whatever, I would be like, hey, that's not right, cool. Right. There's a way to say things. But anyway, that was my example. There's a, there's one guy that, he's a minister online and that I follow. He has like a deliverance ministry. So one thing that he'll do he'll talk about the power of the tongue. Mm. And one thing that he'll do is he'll do deliverance live videos of people calling in and asking for deliverance. And mm. there's actually manifestations of really dark things sure. that come out sure. and God has anointed his ministry to just do all that. So it's great in that aspect. Yeah. But one thing that I have noticed in some of his videos and he has talked about with the power of the tongue and he's done some teaching on mm. it, much like what you're doing. But one of the things he talked about was how many times women have or have gone on there with their husband. Like the, I mean, I'm talking about like marriage, mm-hmm. and I've definitely done this. The women will be like, "Well, he just da 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 da," on, and then the minister will kind of get to the root of the issue because you can sense that God's at the center of mm-hmm. this and He's trying to get to the root of the issue, mm-hmm. and um, kind of set the marriage free mm-hmm. and. Like 10 times out of 10, it's the woman cutting the words using like her tongue of course. to cut the man. And I think statistically, women speak like 
so a lot three, of four thousand words compared to I've mail. I've heard that before. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know what the number is. Maybe in the three thousands a yeah, day. Yeah, I've heard that before. Something like that. Yeah. Which explains why a lot of podcasts are a lot of women. But oh, yeah, you're smart. Um, anyways, yeah. but I just think about that because that really ministered to me when I was, you know, thinking of that, and then that minister talking about that, and when I listened to that because I've had some marriage struggles where we've come into contact with a lot of friction, different things in the yeah, last year and a half. Happens. And soon as I said, you know what. I'm going to try and watch my tongue. Mm -hmm. Things had gotten better. Mm -hmm. Because I think I think men are super responsive to our emotions. They are. are their wives' emotions. Their wives' yes. emotions in such a very intimate way. They are. That what we say and do in the house sets the course. It really does. So, like, the atmosphere and stuff. Like, the man is the, the well, way God's... Well, both of them do. Like, for me, if Matt... I'm, I'm sure you're right. And it's yeah. probably more so because we are more emotional. Yeah. But like if Matt's in like a like a bad mood or just like a funk, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Because I just feel I feel you that. You feel it everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he's not even trying to burden me with it. I just see it's it on him. from him. He's just sitting there. Yeah. Like yeah. you can just, as women, we, can, we pick up on that stuff. Yeah. And we're more empathetic. Yeah. Empathetic. Totally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I guess I would say like. Probably the, the thing I would say is just in the last couple months. So this is like a timely word of just curbing your tongue. Yeah. And just speaking life. and Yeah, and I, I think that, that Psalm 139 is the answer. Because yeah. David literally said, Search me, God, and know my heart. Yeah. And see if there's any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Yep. So the tongue is such a powerful tool and the bible like i said before we we have the power of life and death i can speak life over janelle or i can speak death over janelle i can speak life over my son or i can speak death over my son mm. career family nation leaders <laughs> leaders i can speak life over my neighbor Oof. or death over my neighbor you know, it's it's my choice, and I have that power. Yeah. And in order to speak life, I have to get that life from the Word of God. And for that spring within me to flow, yeah, like spring water and not yucky water. Yep. You know, I'm getting that from the Word, but I'm also saying to the Lord, search my heart. You're the only one who can figure out what the heck is going on in here because I can't even figure it out half the time. It's a jumbled up hot mess. <laughs> so search my heart and know me and tell me which ways in me are wicked. What's, what is in my heart that's wicked? Yeah. What is in my heart that's causing me to say X, Y, and Z and lead me in the way everlasting? We have to find the root of it. Yep. You know, and it's it takes time and... Again, I hope nobody feels like I'm bashing anyone over the head because God has me, <laughs> again, in this chapter. I'm yeah. the one who's sitting here. This is speaking to me because I want my, I think it's being a new mom. Yeah. I want my home to be a place of life. That's good. Not death. Because you're a life giver. 
I want my home to be a place mm-hmm. of peace, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. war. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want my life to be like abundant. And so, absolutely, I, I'm really trying. Personally, I'm trying to allow God to tame my tongue. I think that God just popped this in my head, and this is one thing that I have done that has counteracted that. So, a solution to like if someone has done you wrong or yeah. something like that, instead yeah. of speaking that death part, yeah, ask the Holy Spirit how you can pray for that person. You said it at the Huge. beginning, I think. yeah. Ask the Lord how you can pray. Like I have a particular individual that is in my family that. I do not talk to. Yeah. They have done some really wrong things to me in my life. Yeah. Very toxic individual. We don't talk. And for a while it was very hurtful. Yeah. I went off the tongue in my private time with the Lord. And now it's getting through, getting through the pain, God healing me. Now, now I need to just stop living in the past and say, I still don't have a relationship with them, but God, How can I speak life over them? Yeah. What can I pray over them and declaring the goodness of God over them? Yeah. A lot of it's like how we process, just like what you just said. Yeah. So like if someone hurts Oh, that's good. If someone hurts me, yeah. I want to go call my husband right away and say you're never going to believe, believe what this. Janelle just <laughs> did to me. <laughs> You're never gonna mind it. <laughs> right? And then I want him to be like, oh my god, I can't believe she said that. And you know, the whole thing. And get these people on your side. Yes. Yes. It's so demonic, frankly. It is. Instead yeah. of doing that, because like whatever, Jan- this is a, Janelle's never hurt me, but <laughs> <laughs> but like instead of doing that, a really good thing my mom taught me is you go to God first. If you go to Jesus first Mm. and you say, this is what just happened. This person just said this. Yes. He's always with you. Yada, yada. Are you processing things with him? Yeah. That's good. You say, Jesus, this just happened. This person just said this thing to me. It really stinking hurts and I'm angry and I'm sad and I'm whatever. I pray that you would come in and touch my heart mm-hmm. with your spirit and draw out the poison yeah. of this person's yep. word. Yep. And he will draw out the poison. So because when we're hurting me, hurt people, hurt people. Yep. So I can go hurt my, my get my husband all riled up. <laughs> we're on a witch hunt, yep. you know? Yep. So there are processes, um, you know, to kind of combat our, our mouths. And we need to, we need to put them in place. I mean... We have a lot of responsibility. Yep. That's how I feel. That's how I feel, Jenna. I just feel like I have a lot of responsibility <laughs> and I need to get my crap in order. <laughs> um, I think going back to, we probably were talking about this before we recorded, but um, having the fear of God. Oh, that's, yeah. Which is pretty much what you've kind of put in a nice, beautiful package. Is it really? I don't, I don't know. I don't I, Well, I'm thinking I about. You. Okay. So, believe me. Okay, so thinking about the fear fear of God, what you fear comes upon you. So you fear fear, let fear come upon you. Mm. When we fear God, everything about God comes a part of our daily life. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> so having the fear of God, knowing his character, knowing everything about him will help make it 
I mean, nothing's going to be easy, but it will help us tame our tongue. Amen. Yeah, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Yep, and he will deposit that wisdom into our spirits. Because what's really cool is when you read the word of God, it says that he, he has, was it seven spirits? I think the seven spirits of God, and one of them is wisdom. I don't know anything about that. So I forget where it says, like, the spirits of the Lord, spirit of the Lord, and then it will break down that when wisdom is described in the New Testament, okay. it's a spirit of wisdom. Okay. So you can ask for the spirit of wisdom. Oh, you should, for sure. And yeah. you should read all the Proverbs all and, day long. Oh, I love Proverbs. <laughs> Me too. Because Proverbs, like, what did uh, David write that? No, it was no, his who son. was it? It was Solomon. Mm-hmm. Solomon wrote it, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you read Proverbs, it's like two sentences, four sentences, and it kills you like a dart in yeah, your heart. Yeah, 100%. You're like, well, I'm, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Let yes. me set this down because I can't chew anymore. Yeah. Just set this down. Yes, yes. You know, what comes out of our mouth is what we're meditating on. It's what's in our heart yeah. at the end of the day. Like, and and nobody's... No, it is perfect. perfect. That's fine. But, you know, we're creating things with our words. Like, we can pretend like we're not, Mm -hmm. but we are. And, again, I just personally am working on it. That's what I've been thinking about lately. And thinking about, like, the the ultimate creator and Mm. giving us the power to create out of our mouths. Imagine what we can do. Like, you think about, at least in the United States, like, in our government leaders put in place if we don't agree with them and they don't know the lord yeah what can we say out of our mouths that's good yeah to can to say over their lives so that they do pursue jesus so that you do have such and such absolutely in the land yeah yeah there's i don't i just this keeps coming up in my mind so i don't know if this is the lord but that um mary when the when the angel came to mary and told her that she was going to be with child. Oh. She's a virgin. Yes. She's going to be with child. And she it says she pondered. She she was like, cool. Whatever she said. I don't remember what she said. But it says that she pondered, kept these things in her heart and pondered them. Pondered them in her heart, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm saying this. I think it's for somebody. Sometimes we need to not speak. When things are so, so big... God gives you a gift. God gives you a vision. God gives you a dream. Sometimes wisdom is actually not speaking them out yet because it's not time. It's good. The people around you might not be ready. Um, you're you're in the the gestational stage still. The the dream is in the gestational stage still. Um, and it's. It was wise of her to not speak. I mean, can you... That's crazy. An angel came to her and told her the craziest thing that you could ever hear. Yep. And she pondered these things in her heart. She kept quiet. I mean, obviously her husband knew and he had to take care of that. I don't know how long that was for. Mm -hmm. But she's very wise. So I feel like someone has a dream. Someone has a word that God's given you. And you're feeling like you should guard it, and you should, with your mouth. Because God is preparing you. You know, I just, 
I have a five month old almost now. During my pregnancy period, he was not only creating my son, knitting and forming him in, in my womb, but he was also creating me into a mom mm-hmm. and preparing me. He was preparing me the whole time. The, at first, it's like, I'm pregnant? Cool. <laughs> and yeah. your hormones do all crazy things. And that gestational period, mm-hmm. it changes you in so many ways. Sometimes you can't even, like, you can't control. Well, most things you can't control. But, like, your hormones, your emotions, your, I got, like, acne. I told you now now. After I had Sammy, my hair's falling out. Like, all these things are happening to me. And and I don't, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. It's always all a part of the process to prepare me for my son, you know? So, I don't know what that word... I feel like that's a word for someone. I think it is, too, because okay. I had wrote down a couple of words that is going to piggyback off that. Okay. So, that that had got over it. So, we I also want to speak over those that are listening that receive that word that lord spoke through sharon god is also in a pre-launch stage Mm. so i feel that the lord is saying that he's preparing you're in that growth time Mm -hmm. just like sharon described of her son growing in her womb Mm. that god is saying right now that in this pre-launch stage he's getting things in place Mm. and that we we, I should say we, because I would probably declare this over my life too, that he's preparing, he's preparing us right now for the next season that's coming, which is the launch. So whatever that is, a dream or something that's going on, the Lord is, there's a small, small window right now and use your tongue wisely. That's it. That's it. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) We'll go home on that one. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was awesome. So... Episode five completed. Awesome. <laughs> I feel like it is finished. <laughs> it is finished. Everyone, thank you for tuning in yeah. and checking out the podcast. If you're new and you would like to follow us, you can check us out on Instagram. Sharon, what's our handle? D number two E underscore pod. D number two E underscore pod. We would love to connect with you there. We're working on some other things in the background, but we are just privileged and honored to have you join and look forward to our next episode. Have a wonderful weekend. Week. Whatever day you listen to this. Whatever day you listen to. (laughs) Happy fall from New York. Bye-bye.